Greetings, Christian Faith Baptist Church disciples, saints of the Most High God. This is exciting. We get to be uh, back together to study God's word, to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes. We are studying um, Paul's letter to Timothy. We are in chapter three. We concluded at the end of verse five. And so we'll pick up uh, really at verse five and then continue on from in chapter three. So we'll begin and uh, and first Tim, sorry, second Timothy. If I said uh, first Timothy, I apologize. But second Timothy, uh, chapter three, uh, beginning at verse five. But uh, before we go any further, let us pray together. Father God, we thank you for another night to study your word. And we pray, Lord, now that your word would fall upon good ground and bring forth the increase that you desire. Thank you, Lord, that your word does not return void, but it will accomplish what you sent it out to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So later in our study tonight, we will talk about um, the power and the effectiveness of, of God's word um, when we get down to the latter parts of this third chapter. I'm going to go ahead and read from uh, verse 6 through the end of the chapter, and then we'll dive right in. We'll do a little bit of review of chapter, I mean, verse five, um, but then we'll um, just dive in from six following. From verse six, they are the kind of, they are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres oppose Moses, so also these teacher oppose the truth. They are men of depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. You, however, know all about my teaching my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings, what kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, the persecutions I endured. Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue what, in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Thanks be to God. Amen. So we're going to um, actually start back at verse five because um, we kind of, we ended um, verse five where it said having, a, was talking about the false teachers and the deceivers and we'll talk a little bit more about them um, even this evening. But in verse five, it says, having a form of godliness, but denying its powers, 
denying its power have nothing to do with such people. And we kind of ended there with a discussion about, you know, being in the world, um, not of the world, and does it mean of, you know, how does well, how do we work through that when it comes to, you know, how we live out our life? And I use the expression that's often used: how do we live out our Christian life in the marketplace? How do we let our light shine? How do we become salt and light? You know, is this telling us that we have to be uh, totally separated or what, what does scripture kind of guide us along when it comes to working through where it says have nothing to do with such people? But I want us to look at a few verses of scripture that help, hopefully will help give clarity uh, when Paul is talking about this and other places we'll look as well. So first scripture, I want you to kind of uh, maybe bookmark or just turn to, and it's from 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 11. 1 Corinthians 5, verses 9 through 11. And this is Paul was talking about um, the uh, an individual in the church um, that had been, that they wanted to discipline, that was uh, living an, an immoral life. And so uh, in, in this particular passage of scripture, it says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. Um, then verse 10, not all meaning, not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. And so we... Paul clarifies so that in, in many of the passages uh, where Paul talks about not associating uh, with a particular person that's behavior is out of line, more often than not, it's with someone who is professing to be a believer, but their behavior um, is indicative of something else. And so I wanted to make sure we're clear is that, okay, we, can, we don't have to do, we can't do anything. Uh, be part of any part of anybody who is um, not living the right life, because as we heard, <clears throat> found in verse 10, and again, that was from 1 Corinthians chapter 5, where he says, and I'll read it again, not at all, meaning the people of this world who are immoral or the greedy of the swindlers or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. So just make sure that, okay, you know, that is, that's what God has, that's what the Lord has placed us here for is to be salt and light. And so I also wanna look at the second scripture in that same regard. So that last one was 1 Corinthians 9 and 10. And then the second scripture is from John chapter 17 and starting from verse 13, but John 17, starting from verse 13, um, but I'll actually read uh, from verse 15. If you're familiar with John 17, this is um, the Lord's prayer um, in John 17, where he's praying for himself, praying for his uh, disciples, and then praying for us, those who will come after. So it is the uh, his prayer. But verse 15 says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world. He's talking about his disciples, but that you protect them from the evil one. Going down to verse seven, uh, verse 18, as you sent me into the world, 
I have sent them into the world. So that is our mission. That is our calling. Remember, part of the Great Commission, as we call it, is to go make disciples. Well, who are we going to? We're going to the world to make disciples. Amen. Uh, one, yeah, I'll just read one more. I have a couple others, but I'll just read this one other scripture. It's from Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Mark 2, 15 through 17. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law who were Pharisees saw him eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So I, I wanted to make sure that we kind of understood that more often than not, when Paul is talking about not associating with the sexually immoral or whatever the issue is, he's usually, and I can't say always, but usually talking about someone who is professing to be a believer, but is living a life or teaching a doctrine that is contrary to the word of God. And so I wanted to share those scriptures because we are in the world, but not of the world. We are to be salt and light and be effective uh, ministry and witnessing to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Any questions or any comments? I wanted to make sure I covered that before we, because we kind of um, left off there on last week. Okay. Okay. So let me just, uh, before we move on, remember that we are salt, light, city set on a hill, that we can bring glory to God um, so that that's what we are called to do. So let's go back to verse six, verse six. And then it goes back to talking about the, what I've, label the tactics of the deceivers or evildoers. Um, verse six, let me read it again. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and swayed by all kinds of de desires. And so when he talks about the evildoers or deceivers, what does he say about them? What's their tactic? What's the language that he uses to kind of describe what they're all about? And what does, maybe I should ask, what does that bring to mind? Just, to, just go back to verse six and also verse seven, but what language is he using to kind of describe these deceivers or evildoers? He, he describes them as people who continue to, uh, they use the term worm, I'll use the term uh, sneak into people's lives to cause them to be sinful as well. Okay. To have that's... them join them. Okay, so one is worming their way into homes, okay, mm -hmm. or sneaking in. What else? 
and manipulative. Okay, manipulative. What else? And they're, and they're crafty. Yeah. They're crafty, we, yes. Crafty. Where have we heard something like that before? He He's a liar and the father of all mm -hmm. lies. Okay. Uh, wormed away into houses. So just think back to the garden. Yes. Think back to the mm -hmm. garden. Eve. So he's he's kind of using the imagery that they may have been familiar. I'm sure they were familiar with with the original sin, where the serpent, the uh, the wicked one. What did he do? Mm -hmm. Kind of wormed or wormed slithered way his way and yeah. caused Wait, separation. And and so yeah. when we read the next part, gain control over gullible women. So part of the images. Uh, going back, kind of a making association with the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. But there's also another part of it. And that is you have to kind of uh, go back in your memory banks and to think about where uh, Timothy was called to minister. What was the region he was called to, to minister? It was Ephesus, correct? Yes. Yeah, we can. Okay. So what was the one of the main issues that they were dealing with the culture um, of Ephesus? They worshiped or the, the cult of that community was the what? Goddess Artemis. So we talked about this I idea of um, that this it was a, a, a woman or female cult uh, ideology that mm -hmm. really saw her as the being so it was really a mixed up uh, thought process of what what really the creation was all about and so he's kind of uh, in a sense I would say uh, attacking again or he is confronting um, some thinking that they uh, may have started to go astray because you know the the female uh, cult was kind of the um, the main function, but he's making sure that no, that's not the the order of creation. Nor is it that you have this knowledge, because also um, these were this was new. Uh, the the message of the gospel, while it had um, been effective in Ephesus, they're still growing and. What they were trying to do is, and it said down in verse seven, swayed by all kinds of evil desires, probably mm -hmm. thinking that they knew more than they really did, because the next part says limited in their understanding. Mm -hmm. So not wanting to give up uh, what their own old thought process was. So they were limited mm -hmm. and they were vulnerable. So, and I don't want us to only get caught up in you know, the, the issue of, you know, taking over control of gullible women, because that can be a, applied across the board. But in this cultural context that we're dealing with in Ephesus, this was kind of the, the main thing. And so what does First um, Peter 5 talk about? That Satan goes out like a roaring lion, lion. seeking... <laughs> whom he may devour. And that has nothing to do with gender identity. Mm -hmm. He's looking for someone 
and and you probably watch, you know, whether it's a, a animal a documentary, you know, the prowling lion, they're looking for the weaker who has separated themselves. And so mm -hmm. that's the whole kind of concept to think about. So it's not only a gender issue, but it's how these deceivers look for those that are weak. Yes. Or who have a, a, a thinking that is uh, thinking more of themselves than they ought. And that can cause confusion. confusion. So one, he's talking about those deceivers. Go ahead. I thought someone was going to say something. So one, they worm their way, try to gain control over gullible uh, women. In this case, those that have think more of themselves and a couple more things. What's the mindset of the of the deceivers? Well, he says that they there's two things. One, they oppose the truth. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's one. So you this opposition. And this is again talking about those that are associated, perhaps loosely associated with the fellowship. These are those that are, have wormed their way in mm -hmm. and they're causing confusing and they oppose the truth. Not only that, he says they have depraved minds. So they're they're not thinking right. Mm -mm. They're opposing the truth. So we have to be very careful of these that want to come in and bring confusion. The promise is, verse 9. Somebody read verse 9. But they will not get very far. Oh, stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> read that again. Read it again. Read the entire verse again. Go ahead. Just as, oh, no, this is 9. Yes. Now, oh, but they will not get very far because, as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. Okay. And we'll, we'll get how it becomes clear a little bit later on when we get down to the later verses. But again, the, the, the illustration <laughs> that's used there of Janice and Jamboree's, there is no, you will, if you do a, a word search or concordance search, you won't find those names because it was more of a cultural um, understanding. And you know, some people think that it represents those that uh, offered up false fire or false worship. And that's the name that, that was associated with them. Um, but as you know, if that's the case, then th those individuals who thought that they could just go out on their own and worship, what happened to them? Well, the earth opened up and swallowed them. And their whole... <laughs> Old Testament is rough. Not only did God punish Nadab and Abihu, but their whole family was swallowed up. So you talk about the fear of the Lord. Um, mm. And so they will be exposed. So um, what's, I can't remember the scripture in particular in terms of the reference, but it, there's a scripture that says, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the almighty God. So yes. that's why it says here, well, I want you to read it twice. It says, they will be exposed. There is coming a day. 
but we have to stand. So there's a warning here. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the mindset of the deceivers. So there's a challenge for us to really be, A, don't think more highly of ourselves than we mm -hmm. ought, but to stay in the word of God, which goes right to the next part. Mm -hmm. So Paul is encouraging Timothy. And in spite of all that, or in contrast to all that, down at verse 12, can someone read verse 12? I think that's the verse. Verse 12. Yes. In, in fact, everyone. Acts is the one. Is, is that verse 12? Yeah. Yeah, and all this will. Mm -hmm. Okay. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. <laughs> while evil men and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving Let's, and being deceived. Pa pause there. I meant to read verse 10. That's where I want to start. Verse 10. Oh, verse 10. Yes. Okay. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution. Stop, stop there for a moment. So in contrast to the evildoers, the deceivers, Paul now shifts to Timothy and said, look at, allow me to be a role model. You know, you know my way of life. Mm -hmm. Timothy traveled with him. You will know them by their fruit. Mm -hmm. So Paul stood as an example. So you know my way of life. You know my purpose. Mm -hmm. So what's, what's the purpose of those that are in leadership? What, how are they, how are they living? You know, and it goes down through a list, the fruit of what I've just kind of put together as the fruit of the spirit that was evident in his life, his endurance. So all <laughs> you know, my testimony, as a matter of fact, you know what happened to me in certain places. Well, mm -hmm. let's pause here for a moment. Because someone turned to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Okay. Beginning at verse 23. Let me get there. So what Paul does in this again, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, beginning at verse 23. And they and they ministered of Christ. Are they ministers of Christ? Speak all as a fool. Well, I speak as a fool. I am more in labors, more abundant in stripes above measure. Mm -hmm. In prisons, more frequent in deaths oft. So. And then from there, it continues all the way down. So what Paul does is start listing all the things that he has been through. You know my way of life. Mm. You know my purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see from the fruit of my life. You know what I have 
endured. So in all of that, <clears throat> I, you know, actually it's probably pretty appropriate, uh, Brother Butch, that you read that. Because yeah. here's what I'll say now. Through it all. Through it all. See how the Lord just set that up. Through it all, I've learned to trust. In, so Paul is setting himself as an example. Look, Timothy, don't, don't follow those deceivers and, and evildoers. You know what, what uh, living for the Lord and in ministry is yeah. all about. Yeah. Then here's the clincher. Let's go back to um, 2 Timothy. I don't make sure I don't miss this verse. And you probably know what verse I'm talking about. I think it's <laughs> verse 11. Nope. 12. Verse 12. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can somebody read verse 12? Yep. And all, it says, Yea, and all that will live godly yeah. in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution oh yes and there's a hush across the room yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and because and i'll read it from i did not look i did not read this in the message but i have the uh, es this is actually i'm reading the new king james but evil yes sorry i'm sorry verse 12 yes and all who desire i'll stop there all y'all, <laughs> because every one of y'all mm -hmm. desire to live mm -hmm. godly in Christ Not Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Can yeah. I get an amen? Amen. amen. <clears throat> I said, can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Okay, okay, just want to make sure. So, <laughs> all y'all, and me too, who desire, <laughs> I'm in the number who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, will suffer I'll persecution. Suffer persecution. Mm. Yes. Or, you know, I have a song for this. <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> so thinking not, uh, think not strange, and this is how James would say it, Think it not strange when you go when you go through these divers or diverse temptations or trials, because the trying of your faith produces. So it's going to happen in one way, shape, or form or another. Prayerfully, it's not like Second Corinthians chapter eleven. And if you read through the rest of those verses where he talks about being stoned, left for dead, et cetera, et cetera. Prayerfully, none of us have to experience that. But looking back when Paul uses that, he's telling Timothy, I've been through all that. I am still standing and it's worth it all. Amen. Amen. Alan, Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> so suffering and persecution are part of the, the Christian life. The Evil is going to continue. Psalm 73, and I think it's Psalm 37, where it talks about fret not yourself because of evildoers. And mm -hmm. then there's another verse in there that says, 
as for me, my foot had almost slipped when I started thinking about. Oh, yes. That, wait, hold up here. I'm living right, doing all that I know how to do. And those those evil folk mm-hmm. seem to be getting getting away. But remember what we read in verse nine? They will be exposed. exposed. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we keep on standing. And after we've done all, we do what? We keep on standing. So stand, hold on to God's word. And he uses a couple of examples. He says, you know from Mm -hmm. whom you have learned it. So he gave himself as an example. Yes. He also says, you know those from whom you have learned it. Who is he referring to? He's mentioned the names before. Grandmother. Grandmother what? What is it? Uh, Come on, this is going to be on the final exam. You all don't know this. Eunice. Yes. Lois and Eunice. You probably heard me say this. That's my mother's middle name. So I always uh, hold on to this one. So you know from whom you have Learned it. Okay. You had some <laughs> godly uh, four p- parents, in this yeah. case, women, yes, godly mm-hmm. women who who nurtured you in the faith. And I know yeah. we've talked about this before. Many of us know have uh, godly women, godly mothers, godly, and, and oftentimes it's godly fathers, but we have folks who have nurtured us in the faith. So he says, you know them. So don't worry about these false deceivers. Right. I'm giving myself as an example, but you have some other examples that you know from whom you have learned it. As a matter of fact, Timothy, don't you remember when you went to VBS? Don't you remember when you went to Sunday? That's not in there. So if you're looking for VBS or Sunday, <laughs> that's not in there. But it does say, or children's church. Mm-hmm. But it does say how from infancy. Yeah. What's one of the first scriptures that come to mind from Proverbs? Train. train there we go. Train go. up a child. So how from infancy, whether it's VBS, Sunday school, child evangelism fellowship, at home as you're walking around the house, talking about the goodness of God, children's church, yes. youth ministry, there can be a lot of ways that, but he's saying, Timothy, it's it's in you. What's in mm-hmm. you? God's That's- word. Mm-hmm. God's God. word. Godliness, yes, indeed. God's word. Let, let's. I don't want to um, gloss over that. Those these last couple of verses when it yeah. talks about. Yeah, and you know, Pastor. Even um, even though you know, and 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 you know, we grow up and we and we go on our way, but we have to remember that the word is in them. Yes. And so even even when they stray off, and we we've strayed off, and and all the word is in them. Amen. The, the foundation is there, and we have to trust God. The timing that they return, just just as we mm-hmm. all have um, returned in some form or fashion, 
Amen. Amen. And, and we can think of many, you know, examples. Just look out in your, if you have a backyard or a garden, there's some things that you thought you pulled up <laughs> or they were no longer there. And all of a sudden yeah. you see, how did, where did that tomato plant come from? I thought they were all gone. Mm. It's just the <laughs> seed was already planted. Yes. Already, yes. And it just, the it was the right environment, right opportunity. And it began to grow. So we never know. Um, and so that's why from infancy, we share the life, but also says the, you have the word of God. Okay. Verse 15 says and that from childhood, you have known what? The Holy Scriptures. Holy Spirit. Let's talk about God. The, um, you all are here because you understand the importance of God's word. So what about God's word? What does it say about God's word? It's able to do what? To make you wise unto salvation. Okay. It is able to make us wise unto salvation. Through faith. Through faith in, in Jesus Christ. Christ. Mm -hmm. So we have the word. What we're doing right now, studying God's word, what we do in Sunday school, studying God's word, other opportunities, what we are doing, we're studying God's word. It is able to make us wise for salvation. We're working out our salvation with fear and trembling. We're continuing to work out our faith, living the life that Jesus would want us to live. And I, I want us to pause there because you know, we sometimes, you know, overlook the power and the authority of God's word. And mm -hmm. here's, we want to pause there, as able to make us wise for salvation. So if we want to have wisdom, where do we need to go? Go to God's word, allow us to it's grow scripture. up mm -hmm. in, the, in our walk with the Lord, not just reading it, or not just be hearers of the word, but be doers. Doers. So what does that tell us about God's word? Well, let me just start with this statement. We put a whole lot of trust in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It is what? It's God's word. Yes. Do we believe that it's God's word? Well, Amen. Yes, I yes. do. Yes. I'm yes. sure you yes. do too. Yes. And it is important for us to hold on to God's word, the whole thing. Amen. Eat the Amen. whole role. Even Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. All of it is God's word. You're Sometimes right. we uh, use, you know, it's, it's just part of what we have come to call the scriptures old testament new testament you know so we say oh old testament's not as mm -hmm. important as but it's all god's word amen yes god has given that to us um another it is an ancient book think about it mm -hmm. all the way back from moses mm -hmm. in terms of the scrolls throughout the New Testament, 
various letters, papyrus, and all the things that have been gathered together over those thousands of years. And we trust this ancient document. Yes. 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 Hmm. <laughs> what makes it so powerful? Why do we put our, I mean, we are, we are in essence staking our whole life on what this, or I shouldn't say this, doc, these documents say. Because when you've lived, when you've lived some time, you, you think back when your grandmother and, and your folks were all in, in church and it's kind of like you said, we were there sometimes all day. And, and we had um, night services and stuff like that. So once you, you've, you've been there, it's like, this is really the greatest book that has ever been written. Okay. This ancient documents. We are, we are staking our whole life on what it says mm -hmm. about God. And a lot of the Old Testament points to Jesus. It's ah, yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So mm -hmm. when we go back to second chapter, when we study <laughs> to show ourselves rightly divided, we have those <laughs> aha moments mm -hmm. when we read a passage like, behold, the virgin shall conceive and he shall be called. Mm -hmm. So we start, oh, let's talk. Okay. Talk about Jesus. Talking about yes. 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 Oh. Well, Sacrificial system. When we shut out. Go ahead. When we shut out to become a become a Christian pastor, it's one of those things, you know, you got to believe in what you read. And if that's what you're gonna do, don't half step. Don't do it. If you're gonna do something, do it all the ways. Like you said, you have to eat and devour the whole word of God. And once we accept that fact that that book is the, the right book to read. More or less, we spend more time in it and trying to get our lives comparatively to the way Jesus walked and, and some of the things that happened in, in uh, um, the scriptures. And then we can relate to those things as today. Some of the things that were, were said would, would come to pass are actually doing so. Not just in my lifetime, my grandmama's lifetime, she told me these things. And I'm, well, grandma did tell me yeah. these things are going to happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so and, long and, longevity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, reason, mm -hmm. the reason why I'm I'm doing this is just to appreciate because we're saying that we're staking our life. What is that? That's faith. That's faith. It's faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. We're not just putting we're putting our faith that God has given us and revealed Himself to us so that we we can know Him or we can know God. Yes. in the fullness of who God is. Yes. From cover to cover. That's right. And Pastor. Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. No, but go right ahead. In, in this uh, passage of scripture, it says in the translation, in the uh, message translation, it says, there's nothing like the word of God for showing you the way to salvation mm -hmm. through faith in Christ Jesus. Every part of scripture is God breathed mm -hmm. and useful one way or another, 
showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live mm-hmm. God's way, which is basically what everybody is saying. Amen. And it's universal. Amen. Universal yes. meaning that it's, it was good for mama, grandma, and everybody else. <laughs> and it's good for us. It's definitely it's good, good for us. us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was good for Paul and Silas. <laughs> yes. Enough for me. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> thank you for, because I wanted to get to that next part. Every part of God's word, it says it is God breathed or God inspired. This is from God. This is not a work of humanity. No. It is written. So Second Peter. Chapter 1, verses 18 through 21. 2 Peter, chapter 1, verses 18 through 21. And Paul, not not Paul, rather, Peter is talking to uh, the believers. Mm -hmm. And I'll actually read from, I'll start from verse 19. And again, that's 2 Peter, chapter 1. And I'll start reading at verse 19. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. And you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Verse 20. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. Mm. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's reliable. It is God's God-breathed. While it is God used Paul and Moses and to pen these words, but it was Holy Spirit inspired. So Amen. if anybody tells you that this is a, just a book of, of human origin, that's mm-hmm. a scripture we can go back to. It did not originate from humanity. This was God given, God breathed, God called. This is God's word to us amen and it's reliable it's true it's trustworthy mm-hmm. amen and that's amen. why going back to second timothy chapter two that's why mm-hmm. we have to rightly divide the word of truth so we know how to how to apply it in our life which is what uh deacon brown just mentioned it's useful for what teaching <laughs> rebuking because we don't have it all together amen i'll say it again we don't have it all together amen. sometimes we need to be corrected now mm-hmm. you go in the wrong direction but i've always heard that no 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 it's not what you heard that other <laughs> people are doing no it doesn't matter what other people What's are doing what god does god's say? word have to say Safe. about this situation Pastor, have you ever heard the acronym for Bible, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth? Yes, I have heard, heard that. Yes. 
The B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for yes. me. Yes. <laughs> on the word of God. Yeah. Yes. God's word shall never fail. Amen. Amen. So it's Ooh, training in righteousness. How do I live? How do I navigate? So it's, it's how do I navigate this life? I have some issues I have to deal with. Does the word of God help me through life situations? Yes. 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 So if I need some healing in a broken relationship, does God speak to that? Yes. yes, about yes. I am grieving and mourning and I don't know what to do. Does God speak to that? Yes. 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 yes he does. So he has given us everything that we need. And this is from Peter. Mm. God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him, mm-hmm. through a knowledge of the word of God. Mm-hmm. So hold fast to God's word. And anyone who would try to uh, twist, manipulate the word of God, that's why, again, study his word so that the person or the people of God, so the servant of God mm-hmm. may be partially equipped, no, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's the power and the authority of God's holy word. And so Timothy, don't worry about them other folks that are acting crazy. (laughs) That's my rough translation. You know know how I live my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I went through. Yeah. And through it all, it's worth it. Yes, it is. Matter of fact, you have a grandmother and a mother who trained you the right way. Amen. Amen. And I point you back to the word. Because the word is able to teach, rebuke, correct, and train. So that we can be complete. Amen. We can be complete. That's why we study the word, because we yeah. want to be, we like to say, I want to be saturated with the word so yeah. that if something yeah. happens, what what you twist, when you twist my arm, the word is going to come out, not, not other words, <laughs> but the word is going to come Amen. out. It's going to yeah. come out. You know, Pastor, there is a scripture in uh, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Mm. And it says, the word of God is living and Mm -hmm. active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It Mm -hmm. penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. It's living. It's living. And that's, you know that we have to really take a hold of that, that the word, the word is life-giving. Life-giving, thank you. So Hebrews 4.12, another powerful scripture that talks about the power and effective of the word of God. Mm-hmm. Let me just close with this. We don't, we don't get that on our own. It's not an intellectual pursuit, although the intellect is fired up and challenged. But that's not where this revelation comes from. This is spirit given so Mm -hmm. that we can understand the things of God through his 
word. And, and when, we, when we don't understand something, trust God, wait on God, allow God to just, because there are some things that say, well, you know, the Bible is filled with contradictions. It's too confusing. Just wait on God. Mm-hmm. He will reveal himself to us in way, and, and the revelation may just something has to be worked through us because we're sometimes <laughs> to be honest, we're not ready. So God said, no, you're not ready. So just live, live where you are right now. That, mm-hmm. that will come a little bit later. That's, that's mm-hmm. uh course 901. You're still on the four, 400 series. You need to wait on that. So you'll mm-hmm. build up to that. So just wait on God and allow yeah, his word the Lord. to just filter in, 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 in our lives. And, We'll have the application, and that's why it says wise until salvation. We'll know we equipped for every good work. Amen. 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 I got a song. I got a I got a song, Pastor. Go ahead. We'll understand it by and by. We'll understand it better. You know that that is so so sometimes we don't like to hear that, but it's true. It there, is. there are some things that you know we 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 don't understand, and we'll scratch our head, we'll <laughs> get frustrated, and all mm-hmm. those things. You know that's natural, uh, but at the same time, we know that God is true to His word. Yes, He and is. And while I may not see it, understand it, feel it, sense it, God is not limited to my five senses. He's Amen. He's above all that. Amen. He is above all that. Amen. And, and, and Pastor, I'd like to add to that. That sometimes make you squirm. squirm. It's what Job say. Even though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Amen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like when somebody says, somebody say, ouch. Yeah, sometimes it hurts. <laughs> sometimes you squirm. But it's all working out for, the good. for God's glory yeah. and our good. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to get ready to close in prayer um, and praise God for the opportunity to study together God's word. Um, 